Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. We are live on YouTube, Twitter, Rumble. We'll be shortly on Rockfin once that little red button says go live. And until then, I'm going to fill the space with, there it is right there. Thank you, Ian, for joining us again at no what I have learned is the Roseanne set. I mis mistook it for the Married with Children set. No, this is the Roseanne set from the episode she was on married with children where they had the three-way mm -hmm. yeah that's very very interesting episode her and dan and pam yeah i heard it was fantastic filming that being a boom mic operator and that type of setting i've always admired boom mic operators who work in porn that's got to be a thankless job I, who knows? Maybe they get a lot of gratitude on set. You don't know. I, I've never been on a porn set. I'm sure they they probably expect a lot of gratitude, but the gratitude givers might be a little worn out by the time these scenes cut. I wonder if they wear hazmat suits while they're holding those boom mics. I don't know. I don't know. They probably have to. Uh, they probably have strong shoulders. Absolutely, you have to to work in that industry. Let's dive into the show. There's some interesting stuff to talk about. Biden forgets that he forgot. Hunter Biden hits a milestone. And the, the story of Fannie Willis, the Fulton County DA, just keeps getting stranger and stranger. This is Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast. I am Brad Binkley here with Ian Covell. Ian, thank you for joining me today. I've had all of these people coming in and out of the house because we're trying to get this house ready uh, to move my parents' house and get everything out of it do all the real estate stuff. And it's like, every time I sit down, the, the doorbell rings and it's somebody, hey, we're, we're here to, to give you an appraisal or we're here to, to measure the bedroom or we're here to take a picture or we're here to whack you off and who, who sent you? I don't need that right now. One of them came in and I had no idea that this person was going to be coming down here. I was doing work. And uh, this random stranger is like, hey, yeah, we just need to film everything down here and in the bedroom in there. And I'm like, <laughs> let me deflate these sex dolls first. I could use a little bit more notice. Did the audio go out? Can you still hear me? Say something for me. I want to make sure my something just sounded weird. I can't hear you. Yo, you're muted. That's right. But you can hear me, right? Yeah, I lost you for a second there. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't mm -hmm. talking yeah. into the void. All right. Let's go into... Is that an echo? That might be my phone. Sorry, guys. It's been a long, long week. But I want to start with what they're... Do you hear that echo? Is that on my side or your side? It might be me. I'm hearing echo. Check, check. One, two, check, check. Yeah, there's something coming it might be my phone sorry about this guys get that out a little bit all right all right we're, we're just going to go with it. if you guys in the chats if you guys hear like an echo or something tell me it might just be me going crazy i'm a little sleep deprived but they did this thing where they're rolling out the information about how biden is mentally unfit however you want to describe it you know something that we didn't know until now, of course. This wasn't obvious to everybody else. And I, I love the way that they do this. I was wondering how they would do it. Propagandists, they seek to release information that is inconvenient to the narrative and those in power in controlled ways at times and in context that they can either minimize the negative impact on the establishment or possibly even spin it to their favor. And I love the attempt here to spin the official announcement of Biden's mental in, you know, incompetent, not incompetence, incapacity in a way to favor him. 
because this came out in this report. Did you did you see anything about the report that Robert Hur released? At uh, yeah, Spark? I saw. I saw a bit of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the report portrayed Biden's mental fitness, you know, and not not the glowing fashion the media pretended that it was in, and some of the things that they said that he was uh, unable to remember were details like his vice presidency when it started, when it ended, and other minor details that, you know, you can't really expect people to remember, like, what year his son died in. Correct. You know, that's just Correct. too specific to remember anything. Great. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, um, like, like, not what date, what year that his son died in. And the year that he said, I believe, was three years off from the actual date. Okay. And he does no, give an no, explanation. Give or for take. That. Just, oh, what was the explanation? I'm going to play the clip here in a second because the explanation is hilarious. It's like he's yeah. explaining why it happened, yet the explanation confirms everything that is being implied that, that his mind isn't working. I mean, I almost feel sorry for him. It feels like elder. I abuse. felt horrible for him when, when, uh, when all those reporters start vying for that first question. Yelling at him. <laughs> oh my gosh, he looked like a lost old man. It's like. Put him in uh, not a mental facility, but a old folks home and put him in one of those outfits and have him sitting around the bingo table with everybody else and then have all those reporters come yell at somebody in there. And I think that would really (laughs) illustrate what what seems to be going. They you know what they should do. They should get rid of all of his current like Secret Service detail and all those people. And they should surround him by people who are much older like in their hundred late hundreds and like 109 110 put them in suits yeah so yeah. he just looks like the Super guy who's young that yes day. absolutely i get you <laughs> yeah yeah so the way they release the information isn't in the context of well maybe we should start talking about the 25th amendment or not the, right, and, right. and get rid of them not get him out because uh he's not there instead they release it in the context of well how, how can we exonerate him from the classified documents crime. Well, he can't be convicted of this crime if he doesn't remember committing it, right? He's just a nice old forgetful man. And right. that is what right. the ultimate conclusion was. Well, you never report, right. You're never going to get the nuclear codes out of him because he'll never remember them. Right. So, so I think he I should mean, embrace this. We should give him all the secrets. Totally. Next time somebody asks him a question, he needs to own it. What what do you mean? Do am I involved in my son Hunter's business dealings? Who's Hunter? Next question. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Brad, it, this whole thing has made me think that um Biden should be a little bit more, you know, l- less concerned with his reelection and more concerned with his recollection. No, I thought you just say his erection and his yeah. erection. I mean, I mean, he just at this point, shouldn't he just retire and be surrounded by people he loves? Um, you know, well, just, that'd be a pretty, pretty empty room. Well, we know at least his kids would be there. Would he'd, they? He'd have some kids there. I, I want. So his daughter does introduce him at some of these rallies. But it's just a little strange when your daughter has a diary that is known to the public and that it's never been disputed by her. And that there's the Project Veritas phone call where she is calling them, demanding they give it back to her and stop releasing information about it. A diary in which she claims that her father messed her up sexually. Yeah, it's just fan fiction. Yeah, it's just, yeah, right. It's It's just erotic fan fiction, dude. Like. I don't know how I guess probably a lot of people who aren't in our media bubble or sphere are completely unfamiliar with that. I just don't know how you can see because I've, I've watched her introduce him at a number of things. And that's all I can think about. I think a lot of people aren't familiar with the the, the length of the corn pop story and the, all the, the references to cockroaches and playing with my blonde leg hair and all of that stuff. Yeah, totally, I don't think yeah. they've seen it all. Yeah, like like it just sounds like Corn Pop was a black kid that he was a racist bully 
too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's yeah. Like. yeah. I, I, I saw one comment that was, uh, you know, what if, uh, what if corn pop was just defending the pool from the creepy lifeguard? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he was preventing the lifeguard from smelling all the children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hunter's in the corner begging just to be smelled one time, dad, just one time. Mm-hmm. Let's watch a little bit of this press conference. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know why he wouldn't. I know people want to continue working when they get older. I, I, Someone has pictures. So they're, they're forcing him. Yeah. You know, he, it, I think you don't want to lose him, though, if you're a, con, a controller. Like, if you're the person manipulating the leader of the world, you want somebody who's easily manipulated. That's what I'm saying. They, uh, that's, they need him. Yeah. They need him, and uh, he needs Viagra and cocaine or something that they jack him up sometimes for. Let's start it around 2.30 here. This is when he gets into... Well, you know, let's just start at the beginning because I want you to hear how he says he's exonerated. <laughs> it's so stupid. As you know, the special counsel released his findings today. Sorry. Hey about their look into my handling of classified documents. <clears throat> I was pleased to see he reached a firm conclusion that no charges should be brought against me in this case. This was an exhaustive investigation going back more than 40 years. 40. Even in the 1970s when I was still a new United States Senator. <laughs> when I was still a black lifeguard. <laughs> I like the setup at the beginning there, and I'm stopping it so that I remember this when it gets later. Right now, this is an exhaustive investigation going back 40 years that he is pleased with the work and the outcome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A sentiment that is contradictory to one he expresses here in a moment. There he is. Special counsel acknowledged I cooperated completely. I did not throw up any roadblocks. I sought no delays. In fact, if he's throwing roadblocks up, that's why is he eating roadblocks to begin with? And that's going to be painful to regurgitate them. <laughs> I was so determined to give the special counsel what he needed. I went forward with a five hour in person, five hour. In I'm sorry to keep stopping it. No. Do you ever notice how he does that needed that, that weird enunciation of some of those words? He, it took him five hours as needed. Mm. Yeah, the way he, yes, yes, yes. His emphasis, where his emphasis is on certain things. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. It must be a speech impediment. I shouldn't say anything. Oh, geez. Person interview over two days on October the 8th and 9th of last year, even though Israel had just been attacked by Hamas on the 7th, and I was very occupied. He was very occupied, kind of like, to might say is that like that word he chose it's like about the occupation of of palestine and all that is that intentional some sort of linguistic uh, nlp he's trying to do there i'm looking at the image i would really love it if a head slowly popped up right there in little space between his arm and and just looked over and it's just hunter like not wearing a shirt not realizing the press conference is going on (laughs) joe shoves his head back down was in the middle of handling an international crisis I was especially pleased to see special counsel make clear the stark distinction and difference between this case and Mr. Trump's case. Special counsel wrote, and I quote, several material distinctions between Mr. Trump's case and Mr. Biden's are clear, continuing to quote, most notably, after giving multiple chances to return classified documents to avoid prosecution, Mr. Trump allegedly did the opposite. According to the indictment, he not only refused to return the documents for many months, he also obstructed justice by enlisting others to destroy evidence and then to lie about it. I love the structure of this little speech here that somebody wrote for him. It's it's good the way they did it. Laying out the difference there of how Trump refused to return the classified documents, mm-hmm. something that he would not have been able to refuse to do if only he had forgotten that he took them just like Joe did. Right, right, right. In contrast, he went on to say Mr. Biden turned in classified documents to the National Archives and the Department of Justice, consented to the search of multiple locations, including his home, sat for a voluntary interview, 
and in other ways cooperated with the investigation, end of quote. I've seen the headlines since the report was released about my willful retention of documents. This, these assertions are not only misleading, they're just... So a little slurring is starting to yeah, come yeah. into the mix here. Hello, Denver. Hello, Arim. Hello, Sunshines. Which it's almost like perfectly timed slurring right there as he's going into... We've already covered this stuff he loves about the report. Mm-hmm. But now... Why the report is is meaningless, essentially, and the slurring enters. Plain wrong. On oh, sorry. Page 250. Sorry, I'm jumping the no, no, no. moments here. A full retention of documents. This, these assertions are not only misleading, they're just plain wrong. On page 215, if you had a chance, I know it's a long, it's a thick document. On page 215, the report of the special counsel found the exact opposite. Here's what he wrote. There is, in fact, a shortage of evidence that I willfully retain classified materials related to Afghanistan. Yep, On page 12, special counsel also wrote for another documents, the decision to decline criminal charges was straightforward. The evidence suggests that Mr. Biden did not willfully retain these documents. The evidence who said I did not willfully retain these documents. And the explanation that followed was because he's a nice old man, who can't remember willingly retaining the documents. Right, right, right. It's actually being framed, not not said expressly, but Trump can remember things and Biden can't, and that's being framed as a negative for Trump. Yeah, basically. It's basically saying that there's not a, he's so feeble that there's not a court in the land that's going to process you know, find him guilty of anything. Yeah, so he can get away with anything. Mm-hmm. I'm actually starting to enjoy how ridiculously far they're going with this. Oh, yeah. In addition, I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? What's he doing with his lips? I don't we're, know. we're actors. Does that... that there was some sort of preparation mentally that led to that, I think, because he did that first before he said the thing about his son. Maybe, maybe he's just getting nervous. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, anybody who loses a kid, I, I would, I feel terrible for. I don't, I don't like Joe Biden at all. Don't sure. get me wrong, but that's he's lost a lot of uh, family members, and you know, I, I don't know what happened in the accident and stuff. I know people, some people suggest that there was some blame that might go on his shoulders. I don't know the full story on that, but sucks to lose a kid. So I'll put that out there. Uh, Raw Meathead said, Joe can't even retain feces in his bowels long enough to get up to go to the toilet. You're right, Raw Meathead, which is exactly why he did not steal those classified documents because he, he, he couldn't take them back because he had loose bowels right. and he didn't want to get the White House floor dirty. Right. And those are the things that qualifies him to be the president. Right. And, and Trump can hold his end, and therefore he is a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Language and report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? <laughs> Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, wasn't any of their damn business. So that was the first thing that raised my eyebrow. You- you know what? Now, nah, you know what I think it is. I've seen that face. That's the face of an angry old man in a parking lot at the grocery store. Yeah, he's just he's he, someone took his spot, or they parked in the you know they, they parked blocking like a handicapped area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's. I think he's just getting angry. Yeah, he might be getting angry. I mean, maybe Hunter used a little too much too much teeth below the the booth there at that moment, but that line. I thought to thought to myself because this is his explanation for why he didn't remember, mm-hmm. or why he didn't correctly say when his son died. Well, the way he framed it, he's yeah. He said, "No one said you didn't remember when your son died." It, they're saying you don't remember the date, right? And if we look at this from a you know just a reasonable per perspective, when did your son die, sir? And the inner monologue that he's telling us he has. Frankly, it's none of their business. Therefore, I better tell them he died 
three years apart from when he did. That's yeah, perfectly throw reasonable. Throw him yeah. off the trail. Because it's not publicly available information. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from our lady of... Uh, our lady of, I forgot. On Memorial Day, we hold the service, remembering him, attending my friends and family <laughs> and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone. Remind me when he passed away. I wish somebody would have raised their hand. So, Mr. President, when did your son pass away? <laughs> right after he said that. Passed away. Simple truth is I sat for a five-hour interview for two days of events. Five-hour interview. At the same time I was managing an international crisis, their task was to make a decision about whether to move forward with charges in this case. That's their decision to make. That's the council's decision to make. That's his job. And they decided not to move forward. For any extraneous commentary, they don't know what they're talking about. So everything else leading up to that, we trust them very investigative and thorough, but all the other stuff, a little clueless, yeah. apparently. Yeah. There's no place in this report. The bottom line is a matter is now closed. <laughs> we can continue what I've always focused on, my job of being president of the United States of America. Now, thank you, and I'll take some questions. President Biden. Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not in charge is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's totally. Up. But his recommendation was to not charge you. So he, he wants the recommendation, but he doesn't want the explanation for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, did you notice that Ducey didn't even wait for him to look up from He starts looking down at his notes, doesn't call on anyone. He goes, all right, I'll take some questions. And he's about to look up. Doozy just jumps in there. That's that's good. That's what you got to do. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. You continue as president. My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That so that, that's a joke that didn't land. And like one guy forces himself to laugh. <laughs> you know, he Joe, Joe, to his credit, even let it land and, and kind of gave people a moment to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But it but it's not going to land because we are really concerned, sir. That's, you know, that maybe that's even a moment. I, I say you should never really explain jokes, but right there, I, I think maybe that audience, because of the setting and the delivery was a little too even keel with the anger before it, maybe it should have been because he always asks these really, really propagandistic questions of me. And I can't believe I forgot that. And, you know, let us know this time, Joe. Raw Meathead says. He's the most nauseating POS, no doubt. Now, I can't disagree with that. That's, that's my memory has gotten worse. So my, my memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory, take a look at what I've done. Mr. President, what did I just say? None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot. Because you're. Yeah, how'd it happen? <laughs> what, what is he thumbing through down there? It's probably an old penthouse from the 60s or something. Yeah. Or maybe a playgirl. Wouldn't that be hilarious? What is the guy who was on the cover of Playgirl that was in Quantum Leap? It was in Star Trek. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Sam. Um... I guess he, he's a great actor. He's, I like yeah, his shows. Yeah. But I remember that he was one of the first guys on the cover of play. I don't remember seeing it, of course, but the story of it would be funny if Biden kind of like lifted that up and you could see that it was that. <laughs> it's going to make him feel a little strange. And I suppose you have concerns about your age. How are you going to get switched? So could you hear that the court is only going to feel overloaded in certain way? Only by some of you. So uh, that's an interesting statement, only by some of you. And he is correct in that. Right. What kind of journalist are you if it doesn't fuel any problems? You know, you're uh, you're not a journalist. You're right. 
your uh, presidential D sucker. Scott Bakula. Thank you, Denver. That's right. I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. Mm. If it goes in and points out things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home. Did he say as it goes in, it points out? Yeah, well, yeah, something like that. Is that how classified documents work? Right, right. I think he said, as the special counsel points out. Oh, points out. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Oh, things that were moved, moved not by me, but my staff. But my staff. But he stood. He does that where he fades it out and repeats it. But my staff. That's my staff. staff. That's my staff. Look at him. You can't take it, man. No, I think that he, I think you're right. I think he was really angry about this, but I don't take it. I don't think he was prepared. I think this was rushed because they usually get him like drugged up on something or where he can handle this. He's yeah, he can't handle it. I really think he's having a hard time here. He he looks like he's ready to choke corn pop to death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your aid, you would respond with the words, walk me. Well, many American people have been watching. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't have to say the first time. Uh, For those listening. Watch me. You might. I was very faint for those listening. Yeah, well, and I have to pump the audio up when I uh, do the, the show. But Biden, he, he said, he said, "Wash me." He said it right. Just, he said me. it. That's <laughs> such a a triggered, like uh, unconscious reaction. There is very interesting. Your a, you would respond with the word "walk me." Well, many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your judgment. You. Effing cunt. Just go off on her, Joe. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting what he's about to say. Watch me. Well, many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your judgment. The public that is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about the your judgment of the acuity. press. Is, that's they so weird. Uh, all right. That's such a weird thing. Because the say. press has one uniform opinion. Yes. They're, yeah. I mean, they do in their mind. That's the, the media, this, the ones that go along with them. That is the judgment of the press. And the disagreeable judgments are the MAGA right-wing, domestic terrorists. The right-wing noise machine. Yeah. The, the people who remember their crimes mm-hmm. and are able to hold it in before they Mr. go. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What what is your answer? Because I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. The most qualified. I, I wish you would say because I have the best memory of anybody in this country. Yeah. I wish you would name everyone's name in an arm. That would be so that'd be a great sketch where he just starts doing memory challenges. Look, I'll go through every president who's ever been president. Confidently na- throw names at every reporter and get every one of them wrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, how many colors are there? And he starts naming every color. <laughs> All seven dwarves. I'm confusing the names of world leaders. Thank you, everyone. Oh, so that was a good question. Why yeah, are you why? confusing the names of world leaders? But you're right, though. They are. It does. Maybe that's part of what this is, is to is humanize them and create sympathy because... Maybe. It does feel like this ambush of all of the journalists at once. Like he's, it's like he's facilitating a group discussion that he's completely lost control of. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's a bad. Do they think this is going to win support? I don't know what they're doing here. I, I, I just watched this right before the show, and, and you know the stuff they show us. They always have a reason. They get a memory hold. You think they get a memory hold? This aren't they pretty quickly? Probably they won't make if this were Trump, this would be the you know subject of uh, 500 panel discussions for the next six months. Like, how's he going to get better? How's he going to get better the closer it gets to November? This is so interesting. You know, you just said something that, that interesting. Is he going to memory? Biden is the embodiment of the memory hole. Right. 
Yeah, he absolutely is a memory hole. <laughs> He's one big memory hole. You put it in that mind and you'll never find it again. Yeah, I'm telling you, his mind is, it's a, it's a safe place to keep your secrets. Yeah, that's why he always forgets to invite Hunter into the shower. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't realize that it's destroyed his life. Yeah. But I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghost With my ghost I did not. Guarantee you did not. But what the special counsel said, we know that did not say that. And again, this is the conflict where, especially he did, yeah. but he, he's just not being charged because of the thing he doesn't want to accept. Right, right. I, I almost feel like there's, there is something they're doing here. Maybe they are going to lead this down the road to replacing him as the nominee because he, he, he is, doesn't is like ex, any of this. Is, is it an extra ramp for, that they're giving him? It, maybe. I think maybe. that might be where we're going here. Look yeah. at his facial expression right there. It looks like corn pops on his lawn with the way he's looking. Yeah. Who in the world would they run? Nikki Haley could step right in for him and do a fantastic job as a Democrat. Oh my gosh. I bet you she'd switch parties, no problem. A lot of yeah, oh absolutely. And she'd probably get more support. She's definitely the Democrats' favorite Republican. Did you see her on SNL? The most cringiest performance I've ever seen? Oh, I don't can't watch that shit. Some people think Big Michael step in. Yeah, it's a possibility. I don't know. I, I'd like to see Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris have a, a, a dick slap fight, personally. Yeah. I don't think Barack would let himself be the first man, gentleman, whatever they call it. I don't think he'd let that happen. Yeah, he he's no Kamala's husband. What's that guy's name? I can't remember his name. Dougie. Doug exactly. Emra. That yeah. guy is he was Piece born to be a cuck yeah. in the way he presents himself. I mean, he is the female to Kamala. It's extraordinary to watch there. I mean, he's clearly gay, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it's funny because they got married like right before Kamala ran for president the first time it's just a political marriage oh i'm sure all that stuff is denver says dude the contrast of biden versus putin in the span of 24 hours i haven't seen all of the putin yeah, I, interview. I mean i was gonna watch it later tonight but what i've heard is that so cheryl atkinson posted this thing that was a list of here are all the things the mainstream media told us about putin and a couple of them were he is about to die he is mumbling and incompetent, and apparently he wasn't at all mumbling and incompetent. Right. Let's do a few more seconds of those here. But, but Mr. President, what other, let me answer your question. The fact of the matter is, what I didn't want repeated, I didn't want him to know, and I didn't read it to him, was I had written a long memorandum to President Obama. A memorandum. Why we should not be in, this, in Afghanistan. And I was of multiple pages. And so what I was referring to, I said classified. I should have said it was should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president as to what was going on. That's what he's referring to. It was not classified information in that document. That was not classified. Look at that. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah, this they, he they doesn't threw know him. What to do now they're against yeah. him. He doesn't. They threw him out to, to the do. wolves. Oh yeah. I think I think you're right. I think that this I do think they did this on purpose to him. And I think they. I think this might be the beginning of the end for him. Mm-hmm. He seems like a helpless old uh, dementia patient patient right now being attacked by. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could keep screaming at him like that. I mean, could you scream all these questions at somebody who is. I, I, Biden I, couldn't, I couldn't work yeah. a job like that where I had to be that energetic about de- No, I couldn't do that. No. I mean, I get demanding answers from yeah. people yeah. who are mentally sharp and can handle it, but this is. Th- these are a bunch of young wolves, you know, tearing yeah. uh, old gazelle apart. We, we can all see it. Everyone, if anyone, who, who, anyone who can't see it is just pretending. Or what I'm saying, if they say they can't see it, they're just pretending, you know? I mean, come on. Yeah. I I bet his aides who have been, like, protecting him for years are laughing their asses off behind the scenes. Because you know he's been an asshole to them. Oh, I'm sure. What does he call them mean? 
He called on me. When you look back at the like, is there anything? Do you know that gay guy? He, he, he tried to get everybody to shut up. Listen to that. He called on me. Um, when you look back at this incident, it's just like is a there movie. anything you would do differently now? And do you think that a special prosecutor should have been appointed in the first place in both of these cases? First of all, what I would have done is overseen the transfer of the material that was in my office, in my office. I just couldn't remember. I should have done that. If I go back, I didn't have the responsibility to that. That was my staff was supposed to do that. And they referenced that in the report. And my staff did not do it in the way that, for example, I didn't know how half the boxes got in my garage. Until I found out, staff gathered them up, put them together, and took them out of the garage in my home. That's just a weird thing to say when the whole argument is that you can't remember. I don't know how the hell any of this shit got in here. And why? Why Why are the staff taking boxes of this information to your garage? It's a weird place to put. I, I don't know how uh, 15 classified documents got stuffed under in between my box springs and, and my mattress until I realized this. They gathered, put them, it in there. gathered them up and they yeah. put them there. Uh, my my ear doctor pulled a classified document out of my ears. I had no idea how they got there till till I realized it was one of my staffers. It, it, it's everything he's saying is just confirming the thing that he's trying to fight against. Denver says it's the lottery and Biden won. Now it's time to be stoned to death. That's a great way to put it. That's what this oh, feels yeah. like. Yeah, it does. And all the stuff that was in my home was in filing cabinets that were either locked or able to be locked. It was in my house. Unlocked. It wasn't what you call that. <laughs> in, a in a public place where and none of it was high classified. Didn't have any of that red stuff. You know what I mean? Around the corners. Blood. None yeah. Of that. yeah. And, and, and it so did, actually. I wish I That's... had paid more attention to how the documents were being moved and where. I thought they were being moved to the archives. I thought all of it was being moved. That's what I. This His argument is that he, he didn't know that they were going to be brought to his house. Yeah. It, not that he couldn't remember, he just he he didn't know. Which both of those I think should exclude you from being a president. It also kind of tells you how disconnected. I mean these these boxes were there when he was the vice president. Yeah, and there right. was yeah. So a long from, time ago from for, yeah from then until now he has just never gone into that garage. Yeah, I don't know how they got in those boxes that are able to be locked. Yeah. Yeah, able to be locked. They have all kinds of functions. They're able to be locked. You can open them and close them. Um, you know, they have like little things that you can hang, hang right, all yeah. kinds of features yeah. in these filing cabinets. Right. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're uh, filing cabinets, cabinets that are able to conceal documents mm -hmm. uh, or leave them open. Mm -hmm. He might be telling the truth. They might have done this years ago because they compromise these people. They set things up. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, this is. In CIA manuals, the way they have these strategies for compromising and controlling. I'm sure they don't only use it on foreign assets. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, take some of these classified documents. We need to have a little bit of leverage for Joe. He can't remember a damn thing. And go stuff. Just have, have a ball putting them in the funnest places you can in his house. There's probably some that we haven't found yet. Like, there's no telling where one might turn right up. if he doesn't remember that these were there what else it's, doesn't he yeah. remember yeah he uh, who knew that the process for getting you know storing classified documents was because it is supposed to be the archives the question that nobody asked here is so what caused that change <laughs> to make them suddenly go like you said why are they in the garage i thought now what was the last part of your question well, <laughs> <laughs> in this case and in the case of your rival president former president i think a special counsel should have been appointed and the reason i think a special counsel should have been appointed is because i did not want to be in a position that they looked at trump and weren't going to look at me just like they looked at the vice president and the fact is they made a firm conclusion what's her name i Mr. did not break the law because i can't remember that i broke the law Period. thank you all very very much Watch this. Walks away. But he gets biting mad. The hostage negotiation. The people yelling at him should be ashamed of oh, themselves. Man, his handlers are freaking out. I'm of the view. I think they did it on purpose. That the conduct of the response 
in Gaza in the Gaza Strip has been um, they hung him out to drive top. I think that uh, as you know, initially the president of Mexico. I can't believe people think that he's not okay. Open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. He's trying very hard not to forget. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I've been pushing really hard, really hard. To get I'm really hard. <laughs> to Gaza. There are a lot of innocent people who are starving, a lot of innocent people who are in trouble and dying. And it's got to stop, number one. Number two. Number four. I was also in a position that I'm the guy that made the case that we have to do much more to increase the amount of material going in, including fuel, including other items. I've been on the phone with the Qataris. I've been on the phone with the Egyptians. I've been on the phone with the Saudis to get as much aid as we possibly can into Gaza. There are innocent people and innocent women and children who are also in bad, badly in need of help. And so that's what we're pushing. And I'm pushing very hard now to deal with this hostage ceasefire because, as a, you know, I've been working tirelessly in this deal. I'm sure they feel comforted that he's on the I job. Yeah, to lead to a sustained pause in the fighting, in the actions taking place in in the Gaza Strip, and uh, because I think if we can get the delay for that, uh, the initial delay, I think that uh, we would be able to uh, extend that uh, so that we could. He is the losing it. This fighting in Gaza changes. There's also negotiations. You may recall. Yeah, they cut the cord on him. Right after, right before Hamas attacked, I was in contact with the Saudis and others to work out a deal where I mean, they told on by threat. Israel, mm-hmm. right to insist, let them make them part of the Middle East, recognize them fully in return for certain things that the United States would commit to do. Why do his hands always have the perfect form for choking someone to death? Look, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. He's um he's done, man. I I yeah, he's uh This is wild kind of just the way that they are yelling, it almost feels like that was even you guys need to go after him hard. He's gonna have no support network, no safe uh net, you know. Usually there's people with him that walk him off and if he tries to come back they don't let him they, they scamper him away but they they have nobody out there with him and he, you know he heard something so he came back they they threw him to the freaking wolves man well in the it's interesting what he said his comment about the response to gaza being over the top is this him trying to win back the progressive side of uh the the base there what, what's going on i think to me, what this looks like is I think they threw him out there and said, let's see what happens. And, and I think that he is grasping at straws because he, he's get, gets his mind pumped with so many different messages to appeal to so many different audiences yeah. that he speaks to and stuff that he's because you see the way he's slowing down and searching for the answer. Yeah. Which I don't have a problem with somebody doing that if it's not. You know, because he can't really remember or doesn't really know the answer, which I think is the case here. But I think he's just searching for the the message that he can remember that relates the most to the question. Yeah. I don't know that he actually believes or, or supports any of the things that he say says. No. I think he is just trying to survive Absolutely. this moment. He's a lion sack of shit. He is a piece of shit. You're right. I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem no, like I like I mean, the guy too. At the same time. No, no, no. I mean, I can feel bad for him being a feeble old man, but he also is a line sack of shit. Yeah. He used I to be a, two um, things simultaneously. Right. Becoming an old man and feeble doesn't mean you weren't a piece of shit. It doesn't right. eliminate that. Right. Right. He'd love to, to be a piece of shit again. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And the commitment to, that we were proposed to do Related to looking two, choking two, somebody. Two, two items. I'm not going to go in detail, but one of them was to deal with uh, um, the protection against their arch enemy to the northwest, a northeast, I should say. Oh, no. The second one by providing ammunition and material for them to defend themselves. Coincidentally, 
That's the time frame when this broke out. I have no proof what I'm about to say. Oh, he doesn't have his wedding ring on, right? I respect that. Right, undefined. Hamas understood what was about to take place and wanted to break it up before it happened. I think. Uh, Thank you, everybody. See that nobody around him. He's on an island. Yeah. By himself. Does anything happen after? Is he, what if he comes back out again? I don't think so. That, that was really interesting. That's a terrible press conference. Yeah. Shocking, I, really, honestly. No, they, they didn't give him any of the usual, you know, flanking support that they do because his handlers weren't there. I think this is the end of Joe. I don't know how long it'll be, but. That could be the birth of something worse. You think that him and his uh, wife are pregnant? Mm-hmm. I oh, think man. They, maybe. Maybe. They're going to name the kid Bo. Bo just do, get Bo a duo over it. So I wrote a little thing on Twitter about the way that, you know, before I go to that, the way those journalists acted, I, I wish the camera would have been on them. We usually have a camera on them too. I don't know if there's another angle of this. I don't, it just feels like, a movie where everybody says, all right, and action, and they're just screaming. I think they were given some inside tip that they can just be aggressive and and hit them hard, and unlike maybe other times when they might be shut up or... I think that, but I also think that just to... The acoustics of that room also add, I think, it's very high ceilings there, um, you, you know, I, I think that there's yeah. a lot going on there. I think there, there's what what you said is true, but what I'm saying is I think that it was it all makes kinds it sound of louder, to maximize confusion right. for this that's guy. A, that's a good point. Yeah, and maybe that's why they did that in this room. Maybe because they could have chosen any room. Anything. To, I, yeah, that's one thing. Like these press conferences and like the debates. Yeah, I moderated the Libertarian presidential primary. I've talked about that on the show. And one of the things we talked about before was the production value of it. Because the production value of all of the previous debates before ours was so bad that in order to get through the entire debate, you had to commit to having your eardrums blown out and to watching at least a portion of these debates with a camera focused on something. It was like watching a parent who had filmed a high school musical. Yeah, it was painful. Mm-hmm. It, you you had to force mm-hmm. yourself to get through it. And that's what you don't see happen with the Republicans and Democrats. You don't even think about the production and the audio and stuff with their debates because it's seamless. It doesn't give you any reason to distract you. And I, I understand that they have much more money and in our debate, the video quality just blew all the others away. Jake is a fantastic cinematographer. And the audio, we didn't nail the audio. The setup there was a little bit different than, than we expected. And audio is very difficult. Anybody's worked on a movie set, you can have the best script ever written, the best directed directed movie ever directed, the best performances ever performed, and, and the best videography cinematography you've ever seen in your life all award-winning in any other circumstance but if the audio guy screws up the movie will be a piece of trash and unwatchable it's the number one most important thing absolutely and libertarians not to sidetrack too much if they're going to spend money on anything anything it should be nailing the production value across the board. And I understand they don't have the budget, but and, use the budget it, you have. Right. Do it in the name of educating people and, and you know, proselytizing a bit of your message, you know, because it's yeah. it, it, it. my suspicion is that I think that because of the, the frugality of a lot of these libertarians, like, oh, we don't need to spend money on that. That's stupid. That's frivolous. Those are the things we criticize. Hey, you know what? I, I think you should spend some money on it. Yeah, no. yeah, right. You have to reframe it. Is yeah. what you're spending money on is you're you're investing in making sure that the messages you're delivering 
aren't being taken away from because all anybody can focus on is audio and video and how it's amateurish compared to the other parties and how that thing alone prevents people from taking you seriously. You could have the greatest messages ever. Absolutely. And I get that Absolutely. it's hard. It's very hard. I mean, I, I hate and do it. So do it within your capabilities then. Yeah, right. Yeah, you can right? simplify it. Yeah. You can simplify it. There are ways to do it, but you have to put some thought into it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, JC. We 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 worked really hard to try and make it as good as possible. We had it. There's only a few of us. Uh, Jake did most of the work and uh, Grumpy Bear and not Grumpy Bear, Grumpy Gnome was doing a little bit of uh, the other. And uh, I don't want to forget anybody, but that, we had like four guys doing everything and four guys operating a live event with seven people and audio and video. I mean, that's just you're up against it <laughs> doing okay. doing that right there. So. All right, let's get that out of here. I know you have to run. You, yeah. you can't uh, stay. As long, whenever you got to go, let me know and uh, head out. I don't have much more to talk about. I just kind of want to go through that. But uh, there was a, oh, I want to, here's what I wrote, because this is how the coverage of this felt to me at first. I wrote my own little story about the report that came out on Twitter. And this is my reporting on my, if I were a Jake Tapper reporter, on the mainstream media, how I would have covered this. Sharp as attack. New report reveals that President Biden recently displayed exceptional mental fitness as he correctly remembered that he once had a son who died. Even more impressive, the mentally sharp commander-in-chief almost correctly remembered the year of that son's death, missing the mark on the correct date by just seven years. When asked if he was relieved to finally be able to put concerns about his mental fitness to bed, the president said he'd go to bed after he returns from getting a milkshake with his son, Bo. That's how I would have covered that if I was in mainstream media. I love it, it man. Yeah, they're, they're having a, a, a really, really hard time spinning this into something that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think that this could. Have you seen the story about the king of England? He's has yeah. cancer. They don't ever, they don't tell you that. They they used to never tell the public when the king or queen was sick. King George the third or the sixth, which is King, uh, the current king's grandfather, they didn't even tell him when he was deathly ill. Everybody at Windsor in the royal family knew the guy was about to keel over, and nobody told him. He's really? getting up every morning on his, you know, he thinks he's got a little bit longer. How do I look? And they're like, you're alive for now, guy. You're doing great. You're doing great. Better than yesterday. And so I was like, why are they, why oh, are they telling us? I think being, being, being royalty would suck, man. Dude, that'd be awful. That'd be awful. I don't think he's going to die. They're like framing it where it kind of looks like he's going to die. I, I think they're setting it up to have a narrative where he is very ill. But he's going to live, but he's also not going to be arrogant enough to think that he can continue to rule. And I think he's going to abdicate the throne, and I think the story, the narrative is going to be that he's a model for rulers like Joe Biden, who's fighting his mental ailments, and, and Trump, that they need to abdicate their thrones of the Republican and Democrat Party. And there's other leaders around the world that I think this message will be directed to because I just think the only way the king would allow them to uh, put the spotlight on this is if they made him the hero of it. Mm. I don't know. Or maybe he'll die tomorrow. Who knows? Did you know that King, not King, that Harry, Prince Harry, did you know that his name is not even Harry? What is it? His birth name. He has like six birth names and the whole process of what their names are is very confusing they don't have last names they have like 18 first names and they change them based on situation but harry's name is henry apparently in england people who are given the name henry are called harry it's like what's your baby's name oh my new baby's name is henry oh you're a very cute baby henry shut up cunt it's Baby Harry. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, because Henry, I thought, would be Hank. Goes to Henry, right? I don't know what they do over there. Like I, I, think, I, I think Hank turns into Henry. I um, yes, everything Harry turns into. Harold. What is Harry? What does that turn Harold. into? Harold. 
Harold. I thought it was Samantha. You're you're born right. you're given yeah. Yeah. So but you know, I saw an article, I didn't read it all yet, but it was uh it was Prince Harry doesn't even know why he's called Harry. So my favorite movie ever though is definitely Henry and the Hendersons. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a very oh, yeah. good movie. We can do one more thing and uh wrap it up here, all I right. think. You know it was Hunter Biden's birthday this week, speaking of Biden's. I always track the Biden family birthdays I have marked on my calendar all year. I never forget to celebrate one. Well, he had a low-key celebration at an upscale Hollywood restaurant with his father and his three-year-old son named Bo. You know, the, the son that he named in honor of his dead brother since the whole not sleeping with your dead brother's wife thing was out the window. Mm-hmm. Guess he had to name his son Bo. Hope his son Bo doesn't have a good-looking wife once he gets of age. Anyway, they went and they had a nice dinner. Hunter got some gifts, and then after dessert, you know, a family tradition, he jerked off on the busboy. Oh, good. Right. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then one of Biden's donors anonymously bought the busboy as a piece of art, and is now an ambassador to Saudi Arabia. It's the way it works over there in the Biden family. I, I wish that they, this is just so absurd. It, I think we're so used to it that if we were reading about what's going on now, happening like 200 years ago or something or in another country, mm-hmm. I think we would just be like, this is the wildest story. You know? Absolutely. And I would like for them to commit all the way. I I would like for them to name February 4th, which is Hunter Biden's birthday, a federal holiday, National Hunter Biden Day. Let's do it. Yeah. And on that day, everybody gets to live life a little bit like Hunter Biden. And what they'll do is they will suspend all public indecency laws so everyone can whack off in public yeah, without crack is legal for that day right everybody gets access to government sanctioned uh, uh um sensory deprivation tanks yeah, we get the good crack with the government crack totally it, yeah. and the sex offenders for 24 hours can all meet up at the playground at the nearest school with lindsey graham and whack each other off like they used to in honor of hunter biden it wouldn't surprise me and it wouldn't be any different than having a president who Used to shower with his daughter when she was 14. Gross. I mean, I didn't see her when she was that age. I don't know. Some look, I mean, I, the president, you could probably ask him. I'd like to see that question. Was your daughter yeah. gross? Why did you shower with her? And that's when Biden would go, <laughs> You read the report. You know, I can't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, who do you think's going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, America's going to win the Super Bowl. As they uh, no, do. I think Taylor Swift will win. I think she will like what'll happen. She'll win it for the Kansas City Chiefs. What'll happen is they'll they'll be down. Uh, the, all they'll need is one field goal, and their kicker will die of cancer or something. The, the, and, right? He'll really, uh, well, we have a report. The kicker is going to be replaced just, because he died of cancer. At he died of cancer at halftime. Exactly. She's going to go in. Um. She's going to go in and she's going to kick the winning field goal. And then uh, she's going to marry Mr. Pfizer. Right, right there in there. the field. Everybody's <laughs> going to get shots on the field and yeah. uh, Pfizer shirts and Fauci's going to come down and he's going to do the wedding for him. He's going to do, I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You get, Congratulations. The, you get the mRNA. Bruce, he says he heard that Hunter got a new laptop. That's Can't great. wait to see what he fills it up with. Well, don't forget to, he probably got a Mac this time. Yeah, I just hope that like make sure he always has a camera. Make sure you use a Mac so he can just donate that or put that stuff to the cloud so we don't have to download it on our computers yeah. and get charged with porn. Uh, uh, was revenge porn laws? What they're trying to get people with. One more thing. To so, I won't go into all the details of the uh fanny willis stuff because that just takes we'll be, we'll be here all night i i'm about to post a show on top of this after we get done where i start into some of the fanny willis stuff going into fanny willis's background i've done this a number of times with a lot of these public figures who kind of just emerge onto the scene as the new star of this hollywood like drama we call the news mm-hmm. and 
never ceases to amaze me how scant their background is and their history and how there's just glaring gaps in the story of who, how they became who they are. And nobody asked questions about here's the story. So she was married. Fannie Willis was married for nine years and has two children. Here's the story of her husband, of their relationship, which can be summed up in no lie. Every single article that mentions it, three or four sentences, no more details than that. But the story is, goes like this. When she was 25 years old, I believe in 1996, Fannie Willis was finishing up her final year in law school at Emory University. And she went to go take the bar exam. And the strangest thing happened while she was at the bar exam after taking the test and was leaving. There was a man in the building who, and the way they describe it every time is something like, there, there was a so-and-so there who was work, doing a side videography job, but they don't ever explain what it's a side job to, nor do they explain what the videography job was, nor do they give you any explanation as to why some strange man who's like 15 years older than her at the time. I mean, it's always, but like this is a, this is a grown man in middle age walking around a bar exam testing center with an old school camcorder filming something, right? And they actually have regulations as to the circumstances that bar exams can be given in. So you can't just have people roaming around in there. Yet no questions arise about, uh, why was this weird guy filming people <laughs> in the bar exam testing center? Which is probably what most law school students would ask, get away from me, creep. But <laughs> Fannie Willis, she's got an open mind because she saw this strange man in his video camera doing very vague things and she thought to herself he's got nice legs <laughs> and then the next sentence on every single article about this and he gave me two children with them he screwed you with his legs and impregnated you wow that's and then, that's <laughs> incredible and then two children at different ages bada bing bada boom and then the next sentence and I mean, I have looked up 50, I've tried to find a different explanation for any of this that adds any more detail. And I did find some more on one website, which I'll go into on another show. But the final sentence of every description of their relationship is this. That was, so that was in 1996 that that happened. 1996, yeah, I think that, that happened. Mm -hmm. The last sentence is, in 2005, the couple got divorced. <laughs> That's it. Never one mention of this man again. And when you you know scroll out and you look at the timeline and relationship history of Fannie Willis, it goes mm -hmm. like this. Mm -hmm. In 1996, Fannie Willis, at 25 years old, got married, was married for nine years until 2005, decided to remain single for the next 17 years, and then in 2002 began dating Nathan Wade the special prosecutor she appointed on the Trump election interference oh trial. That's she, she was decided to focus on herself for two decades before diving back into the dating pool. Wow. And just to give you an idea of how ridiculous the coverage of this is, this then we'll end on this is what I'm going to show you here is not only one of these websites explaining who her husband is probably six or seven of these use the exact same photo and the exact same title to talk about, because they have that, who is Fannie Willis's ex-husband? Five things about him, which they don't give you five things, but this is what they show you right here. And uh, I think you'll find this interesting. Here we go. Let me make that a little bit bigger there. So this is multiple articles which the headline for those listening says, who is Fannie Willis's husband? Is she married? Relationship with ex-husband Fred Willis. And then it has an image of her with a, a big black man. And it says across the screen on the image, Fannie Willis's ex-husband. Do you notice anything odd about that photo? Uh, that's Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What? Is Shaquille O'Neal did an event to raise money for something a few months back with Fannie Willis. And ever since then, all of these articles explaining her ex-husband put his picture 
and represent him as her ex-husband. Somebody needs to find Fred Willis's phone number and call him and tell him that Shaquille O'Neal has stolen his identity. That's crazy. It's really crazy, dude. This, and this isn't rare. This is like every single one of these freaking things. Oh. It's wild, dude. And, and so people are focused on all the shit right now about Fanny, which is very, very corrupt. I mean, the, the woman is one of the most corrupt. The, the more you look into her, the more you realize. Like she's a she's like a new breed of, of corrupt oh, yeah. animal. Like she's reinventing corruption. It's really wild when you start get, getting into some of those details, which I talk about in the other show I'm going to release tonight. But maybe we'll do another one next week or something, and I'll tell you more about her because it's – it's freaking crazy, dude. Her, her dad's a Black Panther. Nobody knows anything about her mother. Nothing. That's insane. Yeah. All right. I mean, Ian, I appreciate you hanging out with of me. Of course. And I'll see you later. Notice. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. Right. Yes, it is Shaq, Brucey. Thank you, guys, uh, right. for hanging out in the chats. And we'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.